okay all right brendan uh, i just i just finished uh i just finished all the video capture um i'm really really pumped to talk about this game it's really great that we're going to be talking about video games as well as movies now although this one's really good i'm not sure it really belongs on our on our podcast but i'm really really stoked to talk about this game i loved this game back in the day it's so good so good. Um, well, Nathan, it's yeah. I and then I got I got all this video. Like I I went on as all the side quests with all the very different monsters. They're really scary and creepy. It's really good. Oh, but the thing about that. And, is, oh, I was also able to get like a re- like really good audio. So like when when you can't see the monsters, but the the radio is going off, and you know monsters are there, and you've only got a couple of rounds left. It's so scary. See, and I was gonna tell and, you. Oh, that- you know what? I also, uh, I, like I said, I did all the side quests. I, I actually went back and uh, I played it. I played it through twice uh, to try to get all the endings, but I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't able to. But I was still able uh, to get a lot of really good footage of the monsters and some really good alternate takes for the boss battles. Right. Okay. But hold on one second, Nathan. See, I just but the say- only problem is, I like I said, I got all those boss battles in there, and they're really good. But unfortunately, I was only able to get the bad ending. I couldn't get the good or the good plus ending. Nathan. Yeah. We're watching the theatrical film. Silent Hill! Silent Hill! I have to avoid the movie Silent Hill! That's when I'm under pressure now The question always comes back to me What were they thinking now? It had to happen, Nathan. It, yeah, I suppose it kind of did. I mean, eventually, I think I probably would have uh, put it on the block as well, because it, it it's 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 rife, just just rife uh, with terrible stuff, and and ripe with a P uh, for our podcast. So it's rife, meaning that's filled with something, but it's also ripe. Is it just perfect for the plucking? It's rifely ripe. Yes. Um, I'm Brendan. I'm Nathan. And this is What Were They Thinking? Podcast of Bad to Questionable Movies. And this week we have a Patreon pick uh, from our former friend, I guess we can say now. (laughs) 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 Luke over at GameItAll.com, one of the sponsors I'm sure you've heard many times on this show. Uh, He thought it'd be hilarious because... Are they the one-stop shop for like all your video game and nerdy talk? I believe that's the word on the street, yes. Okay, okay. And I believe um, the reason for Luke picking this movie for us uh, is, is, Nathan, you do reference Silent Hill and and your your utter distaste for it. Mm -hmm. Um, You have referenced it quite a bit, especially when we used to do our mini episodes back in the day. Yep, it's still a point of contention. It's the, uh, the, I've never walked out of a movie, but this one is the one where I came the absolute closest. So we are talking about Silent Hill. And I was looking forward to seeing it. <laughs> so. 2006. Mm, were we ever so young? Uh, <laughs> this movie cost uh, $50 million to make, $50 mm-hmm. million budget. And it made double that. It made $100.6 million. 
That makes sense. It got a sequel. Uh, and a, a great sequel, I'm told as well. Which is, oh my god! If you, yeah, if you can imagine this film being terrible, the the, yeah, the sequel just sucks so much worse. That's haunting. Yeah. So having no, um, it's funny because we talked about the. I mean, you talked about this movie in the past, and my my basic stance on this thing was I didn't really remember, and I remember someone asked me what I thought about it immediately after, and I didn't have an answer, um, and then. Yeah, so I was like, "Oh, I don't think I hate it, uh, but we'll see what happens." <laughs> There's a lot of a lot of sizzle, very little steak. Yeah, so it's it's it can be it could be quite forgettable. I can see that for sure, unless you you know were waiting for it for months to come out and just chomping at the bit to go see it and went to see it opening night. Yeah, that would suck for someone in that position. Mm. So Nathan, tell us what Silent Hill is about. Mm. It's about it's about 15 bucks i'm never getting back it's it's uh well i mean it's based on the konami video game which is really really good for the playstation mm-hmm. um well Wait, I you're will, saying like you're saying like it's good for the playstation's health like it's really uh, good for it no it's it, it was it was it was the game was made for the playstation oh okay good and it, the game was of High quality. Oh, okay. When I think of, uh, like, a lot of folks, when they talk about, like, a survival horror game, the first thing that springs to mind for them is Resident Evil because it's kind of like the, the grandfather of the of the bunch. However, when I think of survival horror video games, the first thing that comes to my mind is Silent Hill, specifically the first one. Oh. Um, now, this movie, um, when people talk about terrible video game movies... This also is the first thing that comes to mind. Um, okay, so I'm gonna t- just gonna run down the plot here. Uh, I will be talking about how it differs from the video game throughout the episode, so I'm not gonna do it here. Uh, Silent Hill uh, is a town uh, in West Virginia, apparently. A small girl who is adopted uh, is apparently having night terrors about the place, and her mother, uh, for some reason, thinks it's a really good idea to take her to this place. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, when you have night terrors about some place, you want to go there. Confront your fears, baby. Yeah, okay, even if you're underage and have no real sense of uh, consent whatsoever. So uh, she does this. Uh, of course, she does it. She doesn't tell her husband, um, and then she gets... Uh, into a car wreck on her way to uh, Silent Hill. Uh, Her and her daughter get uh, separated. She is lost wandering around the town of Silent Hill uh, with the help of a local sheriff from the next town over. And uh, so lo and behold, the the town is not as it seems. Uh, We keep dropping up and down uh, from a quasi-reality into a a dreamlike world uh, which is filled with uh, rust and faceless monsters. Hilarity ensues. Not to mention we cut back and forth between the Silent Hill stuff and the extremely boring and pointless Sean Bean storyline. Yes, and uh, well, I mean, I'm going to get into all that stuff, so we should probably just dive right into it um, because it starts off not anywhere as near like the video game starts off um we are uh, greeted uh with um sean bean and uh returning yeah are returning uh from the crazies yep uh which i would have watched 15 more times before i watched this again but <laughs> such as it is um I, I will daughter- s- 
can I just say right off the bat yeah. though, and I, I understand the the characters are not right in this movie. Mm-hmm. I will say that I think all I think the three main actors, or especially the two main actors, like the two females, I think they do a pretty good job. I am absolutely. I am taking nothing away from the performances given. Everybody in this movie, I felt, did a good job for the character they were supposed to be portraying. Yep. I just want to say it's something positive right off the bat. Script is a mess. Oh yeah. And uh, some of the effects aren't even all that great either. Some but of them. Not as bad so, as some of the movies we've talked about, though. This is That's fair. That's fair. Um, so, anyways, they, they're awoken in the middle of the night because their the adoptive daughter uh, is a sleepwalker. And uh, not a cat person living off the life force of other beings, as in the Stephen King story, but a person who actually is like, you know, walks in their sleep. <laughs> Thank God that wasn't the case in this movie. <laughs> um, you know, uh, so she, they, uh, they, they're, she's walked out of the house and or the where they're at, and she's running around. They're looking for her, and and when they finally uh, find her, she's almost walked over the the this cliff. And they wake her just in time for her to scream the name of the movie and yelling, Silent Hill, Silent Hill, I have to get back to Silent Hill. (laughs) And then, boom, we're into it. Um, That is not how the video game opened. The video game opened with the father and the daughter just driving home. They get lost in the fog and they crash their car um, and are lost in Silent Hill. And then the game starts. I feel like this is a trend for video game movies is that they try to make it way more complicated than it needs to be. Yeah, it did not. In in fact, what made the the game that much scarier is the absolute unknown of Silent Hill. Yeah, you have no clue. You have no idea that nothing's up. There's nothing odd or ominous about it from the from the get go, other than the fact that the town is like cloaked in fog, which was actually a, a, a trick Konami did because they didn't have enough draw distance for the uh, for the game. So they shrouded everything just out of, out of long, out of eyesight uh, for long eyesight uh, with fog, mm-hmm. uh, and it implemented this mechanic where the protagonist had a radio with him, and anytime one of the like one of the you know uh, monsters from Silent Hill was near, the radio would start to click up with static. Ah, they they do keep that aspect, and it works. Uh, it, it works so much better. In the video game. Yeah, I mean, they, they do it like what once or twice, and a couple that's of it? times, and, and yeah. that's it. And they just and it's clearly done just as a nod to the game. Mm. Um, I do, I do have a question right off the bat. Is like, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't seem like a real safe place to live uh, for a girl with chronic sleepwalking. This cliff no, town no, resort. <laughs> no, and you, you would think that they would have. Um, you know, better locks on their doors with alarms and everything. Yeah, and I mean, right off the bat, you have Sean B. narrowly avoiding death, thus ruining, thus not starting what I thought would have been a great subplot of, like, <laughs> Sean Bean almost dying in every scene and then just <laughs> narrowly avoiding. You're like, oh, wow, he didn't die there. Like and a, here's the thing. Like a uh, South Park if, Kenny situation. If they had, uh, <laughs> If they had done this movie a lot closer to the source material, he would have been the one looking for... Uh, his daughter in Silent Hill because in the game it's a father daughter uh, type situation. I'm not gonna get off on some sort of thing like you know, ew, gross. Girls can't be guys in stories and stuff. It changes everything. Here's my perspective on it. I feel that the drama is heightened 
in a father-daughter type situation mm-hmm. uh, just as much as if this had been uh, if it had been a mother-son type situation because it, a lot of times people will say that you know um, a, a child is often closer or more uh, protected or I don't know helicoptered over the <laughs> by the opposite gendered parent so I feel by them making it the mother-daughter thing it kind of took it kind of took some of it out of the um, uh, some of the drama out of the story for me. Mm. Shoot me if you want. Send all the hate mail to Brendan. No. Um, all uh, the uh, the letter bombs. Uh, the could do it to him as well because um, he, you know, he well, he's the one who really deserves him. But no, I mean, like I get it. I mean, I remember you're a big proponent of uh, you know Idris Elba shouldn't have been cast in the Dark Tower because of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> so so that right out of the gate. Uh, and it actually, because of Sean Bean's, um, I guess, proclivity of being killed in, in movies, it actually would have been better for him to be in uh, that position because you never know when he's going to get killed because he's Sean Bean. All right. That, that all that aside, yeah. uh, then we we have our uh, opening title sequence, which has the Silent Hill theme, mm-hmm. which is nice. I, I, I did enjoy that. Um, and then, uh, we've come to find out that the, the, the mother has, has taken the sleepwalking daughter who screams about Silent Hill, uh, and she is going to, she's driving her to Silent Hill. Uh, Sean Bean, uh, uh, checks out her, her Google history search and, uh, finds that out. Um, yeah. yeah. Which apparently she just left the website open. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I thought that was funny. (laughs) They're also apparently millionaires based on that house. Right? I mean, here I don't don't go don't go to Silent Hill. Just get your kids some really good prescription drugs. Right. She'll sleep like a baby. <laughs> Not to worry about it. Load her up with that writ. Right. Exactly. Get her on the tuss, you know, how it is. Um because uh I mean, she's a sweet little girl, but I mean, this movie suffers from a severe case of shit, kid. Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, we do have a, a fun Bible billboard um, that we get to see a couple of times. Oh, the uh, religious imagery is so subtle in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Again, though, that that does tie back to the game because it is it's it's, it's an overarching theme in the game as well. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you can't exactly do the movie and, and ignore that altogether. <laughs> no, I do no. think it is a little. Uh... A little pushed, a little, uh, you know, over the top in terms of like, you know, we got it the first time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got it. They're 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 zealots. Okay, yeah. you can just dial it back a bit there. Uh, it was it was also interesting to see um, that there was some one stop shopping uh, where uh, they got gas because not only could you get gas, you could get food, you could get tattoo, you could get a piercing. <laughs> Didn't even notice that. Oh my god! When when they when she when they first stop when she stops to get gas. And the T-1000 uh, lady shows up, uh, and she's, uh, you know, just, you know, is everything okay, ma'am, that sort of thing. Uh, if you watch in the background, you can see the signs that are on the, uh, that are lit up in neon uh, for the diner. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's a diner. It's also where you pay for your gas if the main gas station is closed, I guess. And uh, you can also get uh, a piercing or and a tattoo. We should also note that officer uh, played by Lori Holden, who a lot of modern uh, listeners will know as the uh, as eight. Oh my God, 
Adri- Adriana from The Walking Dead. I think that's her oh, name. Okay. Yeah, she's 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 on at least like a good seven or eight seasons of The Walking Dead. Yeah, I I thought it was uh, that it was interesting that there was uh, there was only two places that she that they could go after they left the diner. Uh, they could go to Silent Hill or they could go to Brahms. So either way, I was watching a terrible horror movie. <laughs> I was gonna say, oh my god! I actually wrote down like when they showed the gas station was called Brahms Gas. I was like, yeah. is this in an alternate universe where the boy is like one of the most successful movies of all time, and this is like a <laughs> clever reference to it? <laughs> no, this was year. Although also with another uh, Walking Dead star. Oh yeah, so, that's right. Yeah, fun. Shit, fun, maybe eh? that maybe that's where they got the idea for the name. <laughs> Lori's like, I just did this movie where they called it Brahms Gas. Brahm is a pretty cool name. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm like a creepy kid. Yeah, do it up, yeah. do it up, Maggie or whatever your real name is. <laughs> Lauren Cohen. Oh, oh shit, they're pretty close. Yeah. So, um, we just so, unveiled a conspiracy, Nathan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we get, getting this solved. The cop thinks something's up because the the daughter is obviously distressed, mm-hmm. um, and uh, so she follows. Um, what's the mom's name again? Uh, ha. I don't want to keep calling her that, <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's her name in the movie. Or, okay, um, so, <laughs> I don't remember. Honestly. All right, well, I guess she's ha for the rest of this then. <laughs> <laughs> so T1000 follows Radahaha and pulls her over and uh, right in front of the uh sign that says you can go this way to Brahms or this way to Silent Hill. And if I'm if if I had my choice, if I'm going to be killed by Brahms or, you know, uh faceless uh murder nurses, I'm choosing the faceless murder nurses too. Because she just peels off to the to the left, heading towards Silent Hill, which teaches her daughter: if you ever get pulled over by the cops, run as fast as possible. I didn't really understand too, because I was like, "What would she have gotten you on?" Like, she probably just wanted to say, ask where you were going, and that was going to be the end of it. Yeah. As she does this, um, of course, the the radio starts getting all staticky, which is to let you know that she has now. Uh, crossed over into the uh, the Silent Hill, like the the alternate realm, I yep. guess, because there's three levels of reality in this movie, and we're gonna get this we're gonna get this out of the way right away. Sean Bean and uh, the stuff that happens at the first and Brahms gas station, and that's all in uh, you know our plane of existence, our reality. Uh, you drop down. Uh, one level, the, I'm going down because you get closer to hell. Uh, you drop down one level uh, to the ash-covered uh, city of Silent Hill filled with cultists. And then you drop down just one more level uh, to the uh, faceless uh, murder nurse universe that has that's filled with nothing but r- rust and rot. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's just so we know. If we say we're dropping down or we're dropping up, that's so you know where we're going in this. Take notes, people. Please do, because it's it. this movie is needlessly complex. <laughs> um, so we drop down a level, um, and we, uh, lo and behold, uh, her daughter has gone missing. Yep, and and we have a, a real, uh, I don't know why, but for some reason it reminded me of that horrifying scene in Schindler's List where they think it's snowing. Uh, they kind of show it earlier in the movie, but then they actually just outright explain it. Uh, later, that the town of Silent Hill has a coal fire 
burning underneath it mm-hmm. because it was a mining town as well, uh, which is actually a real thing. There's a town in Pennsylvania uh, that is a ghost town that, uh, well, it's not supposed to have anybody in it because it, underneath it, the entire town, there's there's like a, a, a fire smoldering underneath the town. And And I think also at this point, we start the one of the biggest trends of this movie, which is Radahahaha, walking around aimlessly, and spooky random stuff happens. That happens in the mo- in the game too, though. But but I mean, but at least I feel like in the game you're Rose. given Rose. Her name is Rose. <laughs> so Rosa, ha ha ha. No, but I feel like in the game you're given little bits of explanation along the way. Well, okay. Because th- this diverge. gave me nothing for when the father minutes. when when the father in the game wakes up and finds his, that his daughter's missing, uh, he is befriended by a lady cop um, who, do, who kind of doesn't he doesn't know her, she doesn't know him, but they know they have to work kind of together. Um, as he is going around the city uh, or the town, he is actually is collecting. Uh, little bits of clues and information, not only about the, the town itself, but where his daughter might be, um, where Alyssa Gillespie, which is uh, that they used, they did use that um, in from the game, uh, how his daughter and that person is are connected. Of course, the the cop is also giving him hints as to where to go uh, to look for, you know, ways for them to get out of the city, or out of the town as well, because they can't. They can't get out of town because just like in the movie, everything just is cut off. It's almost like the, the like something sucked up the uh, the town, uh, and you know where it should be more road. It's just a big chunk that falls off into nothing. Yeah, just like Alabama, right? Or uh, you know that that place that they went to in the Evil Dead movies. <laughs> yeah, same difference. Yeah, yeah. That was Michigan, but you know. <laughs> wow, <laughs> two two states are like click. <laughs> um. So okay. So she's yes. Uh, she's walking around uh, downtown, uh, and this is one of the first times where the uh, the movie it was actually talking to me, mm-hmm. uh, telling me that I should take drugs in order to enjoy this movie. <laughs> Because okay. there's a big Nathan's Drugs. Oh, yes. <laughs> I did note that. Yeah. Uh, I did also, there was one funny sign in the background uh, that made me laugh in the movie as well. There was a furniture store called M.T. Rooms. Uh, it's yeah. like our good buddy M.T. House. <laughs> right? It's a reference for you and I. <laughs> and and maybe Coats Ab if he's listening. Yeah, and Coog. I know Gilbert. Well, maybe not. Maybe not Gilbert. He was. He was. He was gone by then. Wait, is there anybody in the world that doesn't know M.T. House, the famous wrestler? Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, enough about Michael Turner House. Um, <laughs> Burning clay children is my next note. Also, so some of the monsters that they use in this movie are um, are from the game. What really kind of disappointed me was that some of the monsters that are in the game that they didn't use in the movie. Because mm. there's these shrieking, like, almost like half people, half pterodactyl type monsters. Okay. That come out of nowhere, like an RKO. Um, got it in. There, we got it in. Um, uh, of course, there's, you know, dogs. Uh, there's the bugs, which come up, they do come in later. 
interestingly enough, Pyramid Head, which we'll talk about later, not in the original game. I and heard he that, yeah. In the sequel. Yeah. yeah, I read that too. Yeah. Probably the best uh, creation in this game, in the movie, though. Yeah. Um, we do, uh, not, so not only is, uh, Rose Rada ha 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 lost in Silent Hill, covered in soot, missing her daughter, crashed her car, all of a sudden the purge starts, and wouldn't you just know it, she doesn't have any weapons. Nothing. No. Um, I, I kid, I kid, uh, it's actually a, uh, like an air siren that goes off, and it kind of signifies that we're gonna be dropping down a level. Yep. Yeah. So all like the the paint on things uh, starts peeling up and just kind of floating up and away, and all, all is left is bare, exposed, rusty, gross metal. Um, it's like it's like where Freddy Krueger lives. Well, and I think that's why I wrote this. Reminds me of the Upside Down in Stranger Things when the stuff starts floating to the to the to the sky. Yeah. That just really reminded me of that. I was like, oh shit! Do you think they watched Silent Hill the movie? <laughs> <laughs> I actually wrote, uh, this week, on Rusty Morgue, on Fox. <laughs> it would be on Fox. Let's see here, the charred kids that we talked about, the burning clay kids. Yeah, they, they um, do stuff and scream, and then they just, like, disappear into ashes. Um, and- which, I mean, it's it's all these kids who are, uh, like, on, on they're, they're smoldering and, and clamoring to get out of these cages, and I just have a note here, this is Donald Trump's immigration plan. <laughs> oh, set zing! To, set to film. <laughs> Oh, come on, guys. Please, five more months. Make it count. <laughs> um, I also think the the Johnny Cash song they chose right after this was just a tad on the nose. <laughs> burning, burning of fire, yeah, because she uh, they don't stay down in the dream too, too long or down into the, the lowest level of this reality too, too long. They kind of pop up. Uh, uh, we are... Um, we get to meet the Dark Crystal Lady, mm. um, who is uh, Gillespie, uh, Alyssa's mother. Yeah, and yeah. I, I, again, uh, so many fucking irritating tropes and cliches in this movie, but this is the one where it's like, what, the conversation you had with the crazy-haired lady about your missing daughter didn't take a normal route? <laughs> and... If this were just just a movie, uh, you could be like, "Oh, it's so trite and cliched, and every this, that, and the other thing." Of course, it has to happen this way because that's how it happened in the game. Mm-hmm. Although, you know, because you you meet um, uh, Dahlia Gillespie, uh, and you you know you talk to her about your missing daughter, and of course, you over the course of time, you come to realize that they're you know they're two souls are intertwined for lack of a better term i think at this point she goes back to her car um yep and the movie su- in the movie suggests i do drugs again <laughs> and and i also she ch- she she takes out her phone and i'm like wait you didn't bring your phone with you <laughs> well it wasn't it, it it wasn't working but you're right you think she would have because oh it doesn't work here so i might be able to get a reception further on in town yeah you don't just give up after one try <laughs> no Dahlia uh, does make note that uh, only the Dark One can open the door into Silent Hill, uh, which lets you know, again, like you said, uh, the, the talk with the crazy-haired lady um, did, did not go in a linear fashion whatsoever. But this is when um, uh, Officer Walking Dead shows up again, right? She does, yeah. 
uh, she has every right to arrest yeah. Rose. Um, she seems like an insane person. Well, not only okay, so she she uh, she uh, she fled the uh, the when she pulled her over, mm-hmm. um, crashed her vehicle, and now her kid is missing. And she already had some suspicions about her kid possibly not being her kid to begin with. Right. So yeah, yeah. There were there's a lot of. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, Justification. There you go. Yeah. For, I, for the I'm, way she's feeling. Yeah. Probable cause. Probable cause. Yeah. There you go. It, it, it's funny because like I feel like I watch these movies so much differently. As I, I feel like you watch these movies so much differently as you get older. It's like, oh come on, let her go find her kid. And now I'm like, no, she should get her arrested. She's acting like a crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, time makes uh, fools of us all, I like, guess. Eh? B- Bluto, Bluto is an asshole. <laughs> Kick him out of that school. <laughs> <laughs> you know, those nerds committed an actual felonious rape. Yeah, those those <laughs> nerds are criminals. <laughs> um. So, anyways, um, back to the back to the cop. Uh, so she does kind of she, um. Puts her in cuffs, uh, but then we step up one bit of reality because uh, sh- uh, the Sean Bean uh, uh, rolls into town um, looking for uh, Rose and Sharon. Mm-hmm. Uh, there I am, spot on with the character what? names, <laughs> but he's still Sean Bean. And sure uh, he meets uh, Officer Kim Coates because I don't know what his oh. character's name is either. Oh, I wrote that too until I realized his name is Officer Gucci. Yeah, right. Because oh. his dad, his dad owned a a shop in Silent Hill, didn't he? <laughs> Must have. Yeah. Like, no, because he he does. He he mentions that a shop that it used to be his dad's, and it's so like Gucci the, something. Is he the heir apparent to the Gucci fortune? I don't think it's that Gucci. Huh? <laughs> Seems pretty Gucci to me. Yeah. I this was the point where I was I was hoping for flying uh, monstrosities. Uh, but it, we didn't get those. However, we do get a, um, a like I, I called it a sprayer. Is it the armless the, thing? The th- and it's like and it's like just spews forth like this uh, bile that eats through uh, the T one thousands helmet and her jacket. But that the officer also hilariously says, "Hey, freeze." <laughs> Yes. <laughs> the thing with no arms, clearly is, not is, human, barreling to hulking towards you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, slow down, sir. <laughs> gonna have to gonna have to ask you to stop. I'm sorry about your arms, uh, but I am gonna have to ask you to get down on your knees. You look slightly computer generated. Have you been drinking, sir? <laughs> they flee. They, they flee into the town again. Uh, we see the uh, the Midwich School, which is a nice. You know, they kept they kept a lot of names and small tidbits about the game. So is that but, like when you're not quite a witch, um, or is that when like you're a middle aged witch? It's like when you're halfway. Like you're you you're like it's like you're. You, I would be uh, apprenticing. Okay. Okay. You know, like you you've learned some spells, but you still need some guidance. Gotcha. You're 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 a midwitch. Yeah, or or is that does that mean you deliver a witch's baby? No, 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 no. That's something entirely different. That uh, that's not. Yeah, no, no. Okay, I just want to make sure I'm up on the terminology. <laughs> the Midwich School, uh, the symbols, things like that. Of course, they kept those because I mean, people would have just 
I mean, not to say that they loved it to begin with, although it is weird that it made that kind of money, but the scores for it, we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, they did keep that stuff, but it's like, again, the main story source material stuff was just like, yeah, a parent's looking for their kid and another kid is connected to them. Oh, there's a cult. Okay, let's make a movie. That's kind of how I feel they did with the story. But but let, let's find somebody to pluck out all the little bits that we can keep in there so we can so it makes it look like we stayed faithful to the source material. Come on, boys, let's fan service the shit out of this thing. Garbage. <laughs> <clears throat> Anyhow, uh, so even things like the uh, the the pictures that they see in school that like home country loyalty god that, those are all clues for puzzles that are in the game mm-hmm. because a. a good portion of the game isn't fighting off like hordes of monsters you fight off the occasional monster and you have to conserve your ammo and stuff like that as any good horror survival game but a big portion of the game mechanic was solving riddles okay and puzzles so that's the game is oh my god when i got this game i i would stay up until two or three in the morning playing this game and it only got better the darker it got and I mean, like outside, because like it, it, you, I couldn't put the game down, and it was. I love horror movies, so it, like it was just like being immersed in like a really good horror movie. So it's kind of like me with that ET video game. Yes, how you just couldn't stop, you couldn't put it down. No, it just got uh, darker and darker. Right, and you were just like you just got pulled into the game more and more, and next thing you know, you started playing on Monday, but lo and behold, it's Thursday now. Yeah. You finally got out of the pit again. Uh, that, that took a while. Yeah. <laughs> no save function. Right. <laughs> um, but Silent Hill. Yeah, she pulls a, a, a thing a thing out of a witch's mouth. Yes. Um, well, it's, it wasn't a... Or it was like was, a dead person. I don't know. It was, a, it was, uh, it was Colin, wasn't it? Because mm. we find out later that the it was the dude who was strung up in the uh, the bathroom, right? Yeah, yeah, with all the barbed wire. Because mm-hmm. it immediately immediately made me think of as it Colin Colin Delaney, <laughs> the wrestler? ECW. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because he was wrapped up in barbed wire. His name was Colin. He's hardcore. Oh, I totally missed that whole like <laughs> run. But um, uh, we won't um, we won't get into that because. Uh, Colin turns out to be a sketchy perv later. Oh. Um, yeah. Uh, she does take the thing out of the mouth, uh, and she realizes it's it's a, it's a uh, from the one of the local the local hotel, mm-hmm. which, again, is it, it's a clue. So, you, again, you're following clues to solve riddles and things like that. I, I get that. But it's, I don't know, man. It just it seemed less um, intriguing. Uh, in a movie than it did in a video game. Well, and it's not as fun to watch someone do this when we have... Like, if you're coming into this cold, which is how every filmmaker should make a movie, you should not expect that people know everything. Yeah. Um, you gotta give give me something. Like, just, just give me a little shred of something to follow this because I swear to God, I watched this for 80 to 90 minutes with nothing. And then of course we'll get to it later, but there's just a big fucking exposition dump for like 10 minutes. And that, Which, that is the weak ass screenwriting. And that, and that's the, that's the thing. Like it comes across as, as weak ass screenwriting, but it's, you, you've just cracked the game open 
when that happens. Like, you've cracked the story open. Like you're getting the, the, the meat and all the stuff that you've been doing and leading up to this. This is what you've been building towards. It's super rewarding in a video game playing sense. Yeah. It's crazy frustrating in the sense of, of filmmaking. And, and maybe, that's, maybe that's a big thing of why a lot of these video game adaptations just don't work. Could be. Like, it just, the reveals, you can't, there's got to be some sort of adjustment here. Like, you can't just, like, make it like you make the video game. Yeah. <laughs> We're not playing these scenes, guys. We're watching ha 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 walk around a spooky house. Like, that's what we're watching for 80 fucking minutes. And the, and the thing is, with, with this movie, translating it from uh, the video game, there's stuff that you can add into us seeing that the characters don't see that let us in a bit more on the story. And so that we're kind of a little ahead of the curve and we get to see them like they get to have their aha moment and they figure out everything that's going on. And you can be either like, oh, I was right or, oh, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Right. Because you're trying to put piece it together. Us seeing a little bit of. You know, what she doesn't see, I think, would have made for a bit better storytelling. Just, yeah, something. Mm. Uh, but um, Radahaha is, atta- is almost attacked by a bunch of uh, minors, and I don't mean young children. Well, I saw that, and I was like, this is supposed to be Silent Hill, not Metro. Ha-ha, <laughs> 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 video game reference. <laughs> oh, I thought you were referencing the Eddie Murphy movie. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Coming soon? Probably. I, was, I had fun watching that one. Michael Rappaport's in it, and uh, so is um, not um, oh Wincott, Michael Wincott, not uh, Jeff, but Michael Michael, Michael Rappaport, uh, known for only doing great movies. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I see his name in the credits, I say, "Well, I know I'm gonna like one part of this movie." <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> Scientist Michael Rappaport in Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> We got some sharks, some wicked bad sharks. <laughs> According to my calculations, you're not calculating anything. Who the fuck are you kidding? <laughs> well, he's a highly trained sniper in Metro. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Silent Hill. Silent Hill. Um, yeah. Um, so we get a little bit of exposition about um, Alyssa. Uh, who is, I guess, the, I don't know, the, the shadow or mirror image of Sharon, the daughter that Rose or Radahahaha is looking for. Yeah. Um, we find out that poor old Alyssa Gillespie was shunned and uh, hated by not only her friends and peers at school, but the rest of the community, because they're all a bunch of brave souls who like to shout, burn the witch at school children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> And And this is where there, don't we have like, there is a kind of a, is there a step up or step down here? I have a um, note here that says nightmare bathroom. uh, Well, she's confronted by that weird walking backwards thing. Right. That that she stares at, that she stares at for a solid minute before running away. Oh yeah, I know, right? (laughs) Like... Uh, I'm sorry. I know you're you're in a little bit. You're in quite a bit of shock. But I mean, you've seen some shit up to this point. <laughs> like mm-hmm. run. <laughs> but it's. I, I think that's Colin come to life, isn't it? Oh, I think so. Yeah, the and guy who was strung up. He's turning the walls into like 
branches or something? I don't well, know. it's it's he's creating even more of a nightmare bathroom. Now, when I say nightmare bathroom, I, I think everybody can probably gets what I'm saying here. But if everybody has had that nightmare uh, where they have to use the bathroom and it is the grossest bathroom ever. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten in the in the nightmare, the bathroom doors don't have stalls. Uh, and the place is a is a the color of fine rust and reeks of urine and usually feces. Well, don't worry because this uh, this monster thing gets eaten by bugs, so everything's good. Right, uh, the bug rats um, also a a thing in a lot of you know Konami games. Uh, they are just a, a menace because a lot of the stuff that you would shoot at in the game uh, is usually. Uh, eye level or at least torso level with you and of course you have to aim down to hit these things and they're such a pain in the ass because they don't do one of them doesn't do a whole lot of damage but of course they swarm and mm. ugh, I hate this hate those things and 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 they are almost as scary as the cockroaches and cats almost not not as quite uh however um they were less endearing than the roaches in joe's apartment yes they didn't sing as much they didn't they didn't sing or surf on a turd or anything yeah oh yeah. god <laughs> i i thought it was it was really fun that apparently uh to save on energy they installed windmills in the school playground yeah did you see that yeah that's that's that, you know they had that back then yeah uh <laughs> they, were, they were thinking ahead environment environmentally yeah. conscious and this is when we're first uh, we're first greeted with the with Pyramid Head, oh. who shows up with his gigantic sword. Oh yeah, because he is well, and also like we should say when he shows up, this is also when um, uh, the officer comes back too, because yes. they got separated for a while. And yeah. yeah, Pyramid Head had his has his giant sword. I will say that Pyramid Head, and I know this it's not an original design because it's from the second video game. Mm-hmm. Um, he looked pretty cool. It looked very cool, and, and if it. Stepping back from my blinding rage of hoping for a, a fairly direct version of the video game onto screen, I will say this: that character design looks really cool. Mm-hmm. That monster is definitely terrifying. If I, you know, encountered it uh, in the in the game, I've only honestly I've only ever played Silent Hill one, uh, the one for the PlayStation uh, three, and that's it. I haven't played Silent Hill uh, two. Or three on the PlayStation Two. Um, very scary. Um, it also it put me in mind of the Nemesis monster from um, uh, Resident Evil. Also beautifully represented on film, right? Not as much, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's one of those monsters that you can like when you think of uh, uh, you know so if you think of. Um, Resident Evil, as far as just uh, like the games go, other than like Wexler and the different like people characters, if you think of like uh, an actual scary boss from Resident Evil, the first thing that pops in my mind is Nemesis. Mm-hmm. And uh, I never even really played Resident Evil Three, but that's where he's from. It's the same thing with uh, Silent Hill. If I think of, if I try to think of like uh, a legitimate. Uh, formidable opponent it's pyramid head and i've never ever played the game that he's in <laughs> but that's it, it kind of gets into the uh I, I don't know the pop culture zeitgeist of everything uh as far as you know 
horror video games go. So Pyramid Head doesn't get any sort of uh, kill uh, on um, you know the T1000 or Radahahaha. No, he gets and shot a bunch. Look, yeah, and we step. They step up one reality level and get away from him. And this is when, because uh, uh, Officer Kim Coates and um, Sean Bean are walking around Silent Hill, and they're at the school, and uh, Radahahaha is going one way, and Sean Bean is going the other, and their paths kind of cross. They're in the exact same place, but on different planes of reality. And, fun, and- fun bit of uh, filmmaking. Did nothing for me uh, at the time when I first saw it. I was just so teeming with rage. <laughs> I do think it's funny too. Like um, they're they're wearing masks, and I'm just like, that doesn't have the same effect nowadays. <laughs> like it no. just looks like you're walking through everyday life now. <laughs> yeah, not as ter- not as not as disconcerting or terrible, but obviously they're wearing it because of the fumes from the coal burning underneath the which, the town. Which Sean Bean takes his mask off several times. Right. Which, I don't know if that's the best idea. Well, um, how else are you going to see that? I mean, that's where he makes the money, right? <laughs> I mean, you, you pay for Sean Bean, you show the Sean Bean. Yeah, you want that Boromir, baby. Right? There you go. Uh, what's after this? I think he's looking for, I think they leave and he's like, he's calling about Silent Hill Records and they're like, they're confidential. Yes, um, because we, we do see some of the symbols, but then he leaves because they don't find... Uh, they don't find Rose. They don't find uh, the T one thousand. They don't find Sharon, uh, and they kind of escort him back to the edge of the uh, the uh, town, uh, yeah. the, the bridge, and says, "You know, we're gonna keep looking." This is Officer Kim Coates says, "We're gonna keep looking. You head home. Trust me. You know, if they're in here, we'll find them because you know there's this. I guess it's the only bridge out of town." And then and then he's like, "Now go on, now get." <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> And so he does get and he starts calling and asking for the, uh, you know, the, the files uh, uh, in regards to uh, to Silent Hill. And um, the lady is not not helpful at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have a note here that Sean Bean doesn't give a fuck about traffic. <laughs> no, he really doesn't. And he also has very good luck because when he breaks in. And finds those Silent Hill records. They are so neatly labeled. Oh, good lord! Yeah, yeah. I, I literally I, says Silent Hill Records. Yeah, <laughs> big box. Yeah, yeah. Neatly handwritten. Some great quality pictures. Um, a great <laughs> picture of Alessa. Like, just looks exactly like her. And yeah. and beautifully <laughs> uh, lit lit and everything. That's just great. Mm-hmm. Um. So. Uh, we cut away from him um, back to uh, Radahahaha and the T-1000 uh, going to the Grand Hotel, um, which is where the I remember they got the thing out of the, the Colin monster's mouth, um, and they have to go and find room 111. All Again, all this, just fun little side quests or quests to get to get the next piece of riddle, to get the next piece of the puzzle to fall into place. Um, and why do I have the first burning? Is this where they uh, start? I think this is when the girl, um, they have that, they have another trope where the crying, crying child with her back to the main character 
um, as as Radahaha approaches her, and you're like, "Oh, this is safe." And then she turns around and says, "Look at me, I'm burning." Yes. <laughs> and then, but of course, they're also they're going through the hotel looking for room 111, and they come to find out that there is no room 111 that they can find on a door, but there is a giant painting of the first witch burning in Silent Hill. Dude, this is the moment I checked the time thing because I was like, oh, I'm probably like about half an hour. There was an hour left at this point. Yep. And I was like, this movie is over two hours. It has no right to be. Yeah. No, (laughs) it really, really doesn't. Uh, Radahahaha makes the aha. She puts the aha in (laughs) Radahahaha. Yes, she does. And and figures out that the, the door is behind this painting. Uh, so they cut it open or tear it and tear it apart uh, and to find out that there is a gap from this building to the next building that they have to to jump across and they they parkour across to the uh to the other building with that Just other like tracers <laughs> yes yes same quality yeah um with that other girl too that's like just kind of hanging out with them now i guess well, and, and this is the um, she's one of the cultists. Yeah, I just we like they, I just like that you see them jump across, and then you see her jump across behind them. I was like, oh, what? oh, I guess she's part of the gang now. Yep. <laughs> um, I think it's I think so. This is isn't this where she starts yelling about how the darkness is coming? Uh, yes, because um, the um, there we get uh, the we get another purge siren. Yeah. Um, and she's like, "The darkness is coming! Quick, we have to go to church." They have to, yeah. And they try; they have to get, uh, they have to get out. There is a little bit of explanation about how, um, or this is, I think, this is one of the first times that uh, Rose sees an actual picture of Alyssa and sees that she's pretty much well the an evil twin of um, Sharon. Yeah, she has a mustache. Yeah, exactly, and a goatee. <laughs> goatee. That would be, how great would that have been? <laughs> <laughs> Straight out of Star Trek, eh? Um, so they they do kind of get uh, they do get away, um, and uh, they're heading to they're they're heading to the uh, the church, um, and <laughs> I have a, a note here, and I know it's the uh, the the. The new woman there that they that they just found at the hotel, but she takes a rock to the eye, doesn't she, on the steps? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and oh my god, the the girl that's hanging out with them, the cultist. Yeah. Her demise was pretty. It was pretty sweet. <laughs> I will say it. It's one of the few things. Again, pyramid heads involved because yeah. that was one of the few things that really perked me up in this movie when I saw it in theaters was one that character design and what he does here to that cultist. I love how first he rips her clothes off. Yes, and she's just As if standing. He's like I can't, I can't do it with her clothes on. That's weird. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> so he tears her clothes off and then he just rips her skin off. Yeah. Oh, so metal. So metal, like right straight bef- out of a Cannibal Corpse video. And I mean, you see, like, there's nudity too. <laughs> like, you see, yeah, her, her boobs right before he does it, and I'm like, wow, that's gonna yeah. be the weirdest nudity I think I've ever seen. <laughs> well, it's it's up there, that's for sure. We get to meet the super caring religious leader of the of the cult. Oh, Christabel, who is like, she's a peach. <laughs> she's like, uh, yeah, you know what? Uh, she made her decision, and it's her fault that she got ripped though, ripped, had her skin ripped off by Pyramid Head. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's not these people's fault. It's your sinful daughter's fault. 
She shouldn't have ventured out into the world. I think she even says like the the devil's realm or something like that. Yeah, anything outside yeah. the church is the devil's realm to this lady. Yeah, and did you notice when they when they when they did their evening prayers, they did the church and steeple. <laughs> did they? Yeah, they did. I, I watched the. I they hold the. They they got their hands clasped, the thumbs in with the the two fingers up, and all like as they're doing it. I don't know what they prayed because all I could think of the whole time was this is the church and this is the steeple. If we open the doors, we'll see all the people. They should have just done that. <laughs> just I in the most menacing way. This is the church and this is the steeple. <laughs> open the door and in come the people. <laughs> That would have uh, contributed to the metal feel we already had from fucking Pyramid Head. Exactly. Yep. This is the, the scene with so much bullshit dialogue that it's like a fucking well, move on. And yeah, and they there's all this, you know, a, a ton of like awful dialogue. So you know that this this cult is obviously not a good thing. Mm-hmm. But after we get all that, we do get a kind of a cutaway to um, uh, old Sean Bean. Uh, he's going to be doesn't he? He goes to the orphanage, doesn't he? Yeah, he starts like thre- he starts like intimidating nuns. <laughs> yeah, in two thousand and six, orphanages were not a thing. Oh, okay. So, I mean, there's group homes. Mm-hmm. All right, and um, of course, there's also the foster care system, but group homes are usually. Reserved for kids um, with like usually with severe mental or physical um, requirements uh, for disabilities, for lack of a better term. I do also want uh, to know how he got in there at like eleven o'clock at night, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, so there's that too, um, and of course, you know, uh, you know, group homes usually are for kids with behavioral issues and things like that. The whole idea of them being in those group homes is so they can get the help and go back to their parents or go into foster so they can be adopted. It's not, it's not Annie. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And so their representation here, and I looked it up because I was like, were there actually orphanages in West Virginia in 2006? Nope. Uh, they were largely uh, done away with uh, by the, if I remember correctly, sometime in the 70s to early 80s. Uh, and of course, everything, uh, the foster system and group homes were what kind of took the place of those because it's it's a much better environment yeah not a thing this this whole thing that that sean bean does when he goes and and tries to rough up some nuns at 11 o'clock at night <laughs> sean bean <laughs> roughing up some nuns oh that's <laughs> that's got to be a plot of another movie somewhere <laughs> put it on a t-shirt just him you know shaking a nun uh, I don't know if uh, there's probably one nun he wouldn't want to mess with. I know there's one nun that he would that she would not put up with any of that. I can that'd tell be you another, that for that'd sure. be another Sean Bean death scene for yes, sure. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Just stabbed with a rosar or garroted with a rosary rather. <laughs> stabbed with a crucifix. <laughs> Anyhow, I do, I, I do have to. So I I do have to question something here because I think there's a big flaw in this movie, and I know Nathan. I know what I'm saying. It's crazy, mm-hmm. but um because sean bean one though, right just the one um mm. when he's kind of a you know when he's pushing or pushing the nuns around um officer gucci comes back officer kim Coates, yep. and he basically says like you know you can go home or you go to jail but i was confused because why well shouldn't there been a third option where it was, he could have sent sean bean to go do military service i i if if 
uh, orphanages are a thing, then that's absolutely right. Because uh, I feel that if one thing that didn't exist in 2006 at that time, you know, uh, another thing that never ever existed should also have been, you know, available to him. Would have been a great twist. Yeah. Sean Bean in the army. Uh, just because he was looking looking for his wife and daughter. <laughs> it's a sequel to In the Army now. There it goes. It's a much Silent Hill too. M- much darker. <laughs> M- yeah, and m- much funnier too. Probably, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, isn't it, so? Go back to like the church. Isn't this when Christabella is all like, "You have to find the demon to let go of your daughter," and yeah, she's like, "But are you going to help me?" She's like, "No, you have to do it by yourself." And then uh, the officer says. She's not gonna help us. Just let's just fuck off. And I was like, "You are saying my exact thoughts right now. <laughs> just yes. fucking leave this place and forget yeah. it." <laughs> and unfortunately, Radahaha drops her locket, um, and the leader picks it up. Um, and then what do I get? They go to, they go to a place that has like a super deep, deep basement. Oh well, she goes uh, in the elevator, <laughs> but the officer stays and gets the absolute piss beat out of her. Yes. Uh, uh, but not before she just straight split a dude's dome. Oh, like yeah. just cracked his head open wide, busted him till the white meat showed. That's it was great. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, <laughs> my question in this is how deep is the basement? Because it just uh, goes, like it, yeah, hell. it goes forever. Obviously, it's a reference to like the the whole inferno dante's inferno different levels of hell and everything like that which is another aspect of the game and everything but mm-hmm. seemed a little you know unplausible yeah unplausible. It, it's yeah because and we I gotta mean, we, we I, goes it and this is where there is um she meets the uh the faceless murder nurses oh yeah the jittery nurses it's like a yeah. fucking she walks into like a marilyn manson video yeah, and I know, I mean, not for me, but guarantee you this was somebody's sexual awakening. <laughs> oh, God. I hope to never meet that person. <laughs> uh, Brent's yeah. listening to this like, yeah. It's like, oh, jittery nurses and shit. <laughs> hustle, motherfucking hustle. <laughs> um, There is a really cool thing where she kind of has to kind of dip and dive around the nurses uh yeah, she can't good. she can't fight them head on apply directly to the forehead yeah <laughs> they're, they're uh jesus that's a cut oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, it gets noted that uh that the the creatures are kind of attracted to light so she's able to kind of psych them out by turning off the light or repositioning it and that was a that was a fun little mechanic in the game too because you had to obviously you can't just go full bore against every monster you find sometimes you have to sneak your way around them or avoid them because you don't have the ammo for it which there's there's watching it back now there there's fun little bits from the game that i was like okay i was blinded by rage at the time so maybe it's not as bad as i remember but it's still pretty goddamn terrible yeah it's yeah. just they're they're trying to blind you with the fan service, I think. Yeah. Um and this is I think this is where we get isn't this where we get like the full blown <sighs> exposition? It's the worst scene in the movie, I think. Because we this is where we find out one that we find out Colin the the janitor was a bit of a perv. Um they uh we find out that uh, Dahlia Gillespie refused to give to name uh Alyssa's father uh <laughs> sorry a bit of a perv 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a bit of a perv. Full-blown pedophile. Okay, well, a bit of a perv. Okay. Uh, I mean, tomato, tomato, right? Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, it's uh, Nathan. Nathan is the is the other gentleman speaking, folks. <laughs> but, I mean, again, all, all the stuff, send it to Brendan. He takes care of all that stuff for us. I'll forward it for you. Uh, uh, <laughs> give me lotion on it. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be glad to have a job not not sweeping up and stealing shares and right. answering our mail. Put him to work. He could, he, he could talk to Post Officer Tim. Oh, we haven't seen him in a while. And then, and then we can have, we won't have to see him at all because Milos will take care of her. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, she obviously, the, the, they're alluding to the idea that because Dahlia won't tell us or tell the town who Alyssa's father is that they're oh she was consorting with the devil she must be a witch burn the witch mm-hmm. and um this is you know where things go get just absolutely out of hand with this town and they decide to you know slow roast a child of course yeah because as, as one, one does as one know. does yes yeah as one does in a ghost town yeah uh of this nature um so we, we kind of learned that like Sharon is like Alessa's good nature, human eye, like in human form. Like I don't really something understand. like that. Yeah, well, because the okay. So following what I watched, um, she they they don't succeed in killing her, right? Um, Alyssa, that is, uh, and I think she was saved by Officer Kim Coates's dad. I think it was supposed to be him. Was it? Was it? It looked like him. Like, it's almost like he was a ghost. I thought that, I, I almost thought that it looked like him, but it's like, it can't be him. Because he talked about his, he talked about his dad owning oh, the shop yeah. and the town catching on fire in 74. It, it's, they should have had a different actor because I think it was Kim Coates playing that role. It was. It yeah. 100% was. Which was weird. Maybe it was supposed to be his uncle. They never make it clear. Maybe he lied um, he's a ghost. He could be. <laughs> uh, maybe that's why he didn't want Sean Bean walking around Silent Hill. Yeah. Um, so, because he knows, you know, Sh- Sh- Sean Bean is the, um, the the tenderest of beings who could just wilt uh, at the at the at the slightest breeze. Everybody delicate, form a barrier delicate. around Sean Bean. Don't, don't protect you. We need to protect Sean Bean. Make a salt, um, make a salt circle salt around circle. Sean Bean. <laughs> so, um, during all this exposition, um, they talk about how the town was filled with a lot of bad people, i.e., you know, the cult leader and the the cultists who followed and the the church within the town and stuff like that. But there were also good people who were nice to Alyssa. Um, and the last one of the last shots is Officer Kim Coates saving her and taking her to the hospital. Mm-hmm. While she is in an oxygen tent, like the burned over like ninety eight percent of her body, um, she is approached by a demon. Now this is again, this is just from what I watched, from what I was following. I wasn't, I wasn't drinking or anything, so I tried to stay as sober as I could for this, because I wanted all the vitriol, as much of it as I could. Um, she made a promise. Uh, this demon made a promise uh, to Alyssa that um, she would give her uh, power to put all the people who punished and hurt her into her deepest, darkest dreams, which is what Silent Hill is now. 
the uh you know the ash level is where they're just existing in a purgatory and whenever it drops down into the uh, uh the rusty nightmare bathroom world then it's you know that's where she's tormenting them mm-hmm. and killing them off one by one you know having pyramid head rip their skin off after they've ripped her after he's ripped their clothes off mm-hmm. yes one after the other um so i mean and she she gets the power and immediately um hurts a nurse who didn't even really mean anything she just kind of looked in on her and the the sight of her uh and the use of her power drove the nurse mad that she gouged her own eyes out which gives us the the twisted twitchy nurse nurse figures uh in the dream world later I think I think that's I think that that pretty much what covers it. Yeah, and then at, at this point she's like, "I'm gonna go into your body and meld with you, Radahahaha," because I can't go to the church and she start can't get, laying waste. Yeah, she can't get into the church because of the uh, I don't know like a I don't know the spell or a salt circle that they've put around to stop her. Yeah. Um, but this is this is how she's gonna get gonna get back. She. Uh, get back at them because lo and behold we find out that when they decided to slow roast poor Alyssa Gillespie uh, they also the cultists also started a fire which led to their demise which they do not uh, either they're not they they refuse to believe it or they're not cognizant of it at all well, they Christ- don't realize that they're stuck in the limbo yeah Christabella knows they're dead but I don't think any of the other ones know she won't let on. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, this is when I wrote that, <laughs> that Rada Ha 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 has like the worst timing imaginable because we go back to the church and the officer has been is still alive, which I thought at this point she had already been killed, but she's still alive. And she's tied up to like a ladder and they slow roast her over a fire. And yes. then literally <laughs> 10 seconds after she is killed, Rada Ha Ha shows up and just, and just, just like, wait one moment. And I'm like, no, <laughs> your heroic entrance would have been a lot more useful a minute ago. It really would have. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but she get that officer. I like, I feel so, that character. Like it's almost like this movie hates her. Like she has the absolute <laughs> shit beat out of her. You think she's dead. She comes back and then she gets slowly burned to death. Well, spoiler alert for the, you know, the, I guess the parallel character to her in the, in the game, the, she doesn't make it out either. <sighs> she has to make the sacrifice. Just seems like overkill. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit. But I mean, in, in the game, it makes a lot of sense because she's the only other real human. Mm-hmm. So there has to be like there there has to be somebody to sacrifice so the hero can push on and save his daughter. Yeah, yeah. So, I think that's what they were going for here. Uh, but that's uh, you know that's that's you know for another day, I guess. Uh, back to Metro uh, or everybody wearing those um, suits again. Yeah. Um, where did they get the? Oh, I want to know where did they get the gas? Uh, the gasoline. Well, I heard they were putting out fires with it. <laughs> Literally, they like they had they had like they had cans like like of gas and stuff like that. I'm like, where did they get that? Because there were no working cars in the um in the village or in the town, except for the crashed SUV uh, at the outskirts. I think Nathan, you've just found some holes in this plot. Just a couple, just just this one though, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's not get yeah. crazy. It's just one anachronism. It's not a big deal. Yeah, uh, and this is we also again 
they they um uh they the their idea of purification as you said is to slow roast a person as they did with the uh, uh, uh the T1000 uh the crowd is super into it Oh yeah! Like, did you did you catch any of the the looks on the faces of the extras while the like the, the witch burning stuff was going on? <laughs> they were like, oh, cheer. like oh, <laughs> the direction was like cheer as I, if Manchester United just won. Well, I was gonna say I haven't seen I haven't seen cheer cheering faces like that since you know there there was the last uh, wrestling event with a crowd. <laughs> so so long ago. So it seems it. <laughs> um. Burn the witch, burn the witch. Oh, um, <laughs> I even know Stabatha really did it this time. Uh, because doesn't Christabel get shanked? Uh, oh wait. Well, Radahaha gets stabbed first, doesn't she? Oh, it's Radahaha gets stabbed. Yeah, Maybe she gets stabbed to the chest. Yeah. Um, but then the goop comes out, and you're like, "Oh shit! Here comes Alessa." Kind of right, and this is because that, and that makes my next note make sense. We have officially left the video game. <laughs> well, yeah, she comes up and is like, she comes up from like her burn unit or whatever, and has mm-hmm. like fucking spikes just like growing out of her body, like a goddamn octopus. Oh and- yeah, it's barbed wire love here, man. She just starts just eviscerating people with. Uh, with strands of barbed wire. And does she not in like she drives one up Christabella's vagina, right? I pr- probably. Cuz they're like they, they make a point was, of her leg spreading and the thing going right up. <laughs> and, well, it was it was a pretty wild scene, so I I can't imagine it not happening. I I, uh, I this is another moment where I said, "Okay, the barbed wire thing laying waste to people was kind of cool too." Mm-hmm. Yeah, the 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 visuals and uh, the use of blood and stuff like that and this was 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 you know pretty neat yeah um and she gets rahaha gets a hold of her her daughter and it basically goes all indiana jones at the end of raiders where she's like don't look don't look don't look (laughs) avert your eyes marion yeah don't look marion don't look and but of course she looks um because she's a fucking shit kid (laughs) And, um, you know, we, you, I guess, kind of come to understand that the demon went left with her. I guess. Because the ending is so goddamn dumb. Because, like, all right, so in the game, and I, I made mention of it in the opening, that there's, like, there's a bad ending, there's a good ending, and then I think there's a good plus ending. So it's like the, the super best ending that you can get where everybody lives. Mm-hmm. You find your daughter and she, yeah, and you don't have to kill her to, to get rid of the demon. And I think even the, the cop somehow makes it out alive as well. Okay. I've only gotten the bad ending in the game. <laughs> I, I've never gone back to try to get the, the you know, the, the good plus ending because Tony Hawk's pro skater came out shortly afterwards. And, you know, I had to make time for that. Mm. This movie is nothing but a dumb, bad ending. Like, it's terrible because she leaves with Sharon, mm-hmm. who is, uh, we find out, we think is kind of possibly also Alyssa. Uh, they just kind of walk out of town because now they can because she has the, the dark one with her. And I don't know, do they drive home? Do they walk yeah, home? They just drive back to the house. They drive back to the house uh, and go. In uh, Sean Bean is sleeping on his couch, 
the, he wakes up because the door opened. Um, there's also a section where she tries to call him to say that she's on her way home, that she found her, and all he gets is the radio static from uh, Silent Hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, one of the last shots is them existing on a different level of reality in the same building as Sean Bean is. Yeah. That's, that's it. That's the fucking, that's the ending. And that's something that's, and that's fucking dumb. The whole movie in and of itself, as far as a fan of this game goes, to me, was a punch in the face and the ending was a kick in the nuts. Two hours and six goddamn minutes. Yep. For and that they can't ending. even come up with a decent ending. Yeah. <sighs> so that's Silent Hill. Nathan, um, this gets your highest rating ever, 10 stars. Oof, oof. Nope. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. So, so that's, a, so that's a big no for the whole recommendation aspect. Nope, yep, nope. Don't recommend this. Don't recommend the sequel. Even if you get them in 3D, don't bother. I will say, as because I know we did say a couple positive things, um, I, do, I do think that uh, some of the visuals were kind of cool. Some of the gore was, was good. The actors um, did a great job. The actors were all great. I have no complaints about the actors. And I think in general, most of the movies we've done, it's not usually any of the actors' faults. Um, most, you know. most. <laughs> most. Most of them. Most. Wait, coming, coming next week. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but but everything else about this movie is just not, it's not, it's not good. It's too long. It's a mess. I, I, someone going into it had who'd never played the video game. I was lost many times. Um, and that's, and that's kind of the part where I felt, I felt actually worse for you. Uh, because when we, when we were talking about it, one, like, you had said, I was like, Oh, you never played the game either. Have and you were like, no, I'm like, all I could think is he must be just crazy lost, and all the, the the all the fun stuff that even I was able to derive a little bit of enjoyment of are totally lost on him because they mean nothing. Nothing, and, and that's and that's a, I think that's a fatal flaw of video game adaptations. I don't I think they should go in knowing that a good portion of the audience will have never played the video game. Like you need to have something there. I guess the, I mean, the way I look at it is I was once given advice uh, about wrestling or moreover uh, cutting an in-ring promo from uh, Wayne Kreiderman. Anybody who knows independent wrestling or anything like that might know this guy's name. I asked him once because he came to one of our shows because, you know, he knew a bunch of the guys on the roster. And I asked him after the show, oh, okay, so what did you think of my segment at the first there? And what can I do to make it better? And one of the first things he told me is, I've never seen the show and I don't know who you are. So when you started talking about Malco and his entourage like i've been here every week yeah that's the problem here is that they that this movie almost approaches it as like everybody who comes to see this movie is going to have played the game and been a fan of the game and i'm not saying they have to do the exact opposite like hold my hand throughout it but they have to find some kind of balance there has to be something there um, like, and like we had said earlier, um, there, there should be bits that 
the audience, or we the audience get to see, because there's no interactive portion, because it's not a video game, it's very passive, you're just watching the movie, so there's portions of the story happening, and uh, things that are going on, that the audience, we should see, that maybe the main characters don't see, so that we can engage ourselves a bit more in the movie, by trying to piece together the story or the mystery of Silent Hill. So that when we do have that big reveal, because there's no way you're getting around that, that we can go, like I said, oh, I knew it, or man, I didn't see that coming. That's a really good twist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they don't do that. No, there's, they don't. everything's It's just straightforward, and oh, here's you know 10 minutes of straight exposition. Yeah. It's not a, it's yeah. it's it's not a good movie. It's not a well-written movie. It's not a good movie. It's not a good video game adaptation as Nathan has been saying for the past uh, hour or so. And you know, a better part of a, a decade and a half. Yeah, not not recommended <laughs> in any way shape or no. form. But anyway, we'll be right back after these messages. What were they What Were They Thinking is brought to you by HostGator. HostGator is a leading provider of shared, reseller, VPS, and dedicated hosting solutions. Award-winning support is available 24-7, 365 days a year via phone, email, and live chat. Discover why over 9 million websites trust HostGator. Use the coupon code SCHLUCK for 25% off your first purchase. That's SCHLUCK, S-C-H-L-O-C-K, for 25% off your first purchase. What Were They Thinking is brought to you today by GameItAll.com. Whether it's video game news, the latest in music, or movie reviews, GameItAll.com is your one-stop shop for all nerdy talk. What were they thinking? And we are back. Yes, we are back. Wow. That uh, while that film wasn't as uh, painful as I had anticipated, I do think we need to wrap it up with our low haiku. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, what is the low haiku? Uh, the low haiku is uh, 17 syllables to describe the unmitigated train wreck that we just spent the last mm, hour and some change talking about. And see, Nathan, we're already better than Silent Hill because we've explained the segment for people tuning in for the first time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's very important to let people know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, Nathan, I'll let you choose if you'd like to begin or, or, or okay. close us off. I'll, no, I'd be more than glad to um, <coughs> start. <clears throat> Saw this in theater. Really wanted money back. Got the dumb ending. Very good, very good. Forget everything. Never mind the other shit. Sean Bean didn't die. Thank you. Which makes me think that this movie itself exists in a different uh, universe. I'm just glad I didn't have to call his next of kin. (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh, I see what you did there. Oh, should have watched Next of Kin. We we did. Oh, we should have watched it again. Yeah. Uh, Nathan, we talked about this movie, but what do we always say? Well, we always say. Don't take a 
You goddamn right we do. Don't mm-hmm. take our word for it. Um, so on Rotten Tomatoes, let's, let's bit of a split here. Bit of a split, and once again, uh, this is again why I stress that I don't trust the audience rating on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> uh, the critics rating for this movie is a thirty-one percent. So thirty-one percent of critics were uh, kind enough to give this a positive review. While sixty three percent of the audience liked this movie, so it is it has a fresh tomato meter in terms of the audience ratings. Yeah, I don't get that. Which I don't. Um, I I remember this movie getting some, uh, I don't know about love, but getting some appreciation when it came out, and I just I don't understand it. I still have um, gamer friends who will try to tell me that they liked this movie, that it was good, and I was like, no. And it, I guess for this, I mean, there are times when I can look on Rotten Tomatoes and go, okay, the critics hated it, but the audience really liked it. I'm probably going to like it, so I'm going to watch it. When it comes to video game movies, though, mm-hmm. I will pay att- closer attention to the critics than I will the audience because, simply because... I'm going to bet that most of the critics never played that video game. Right. Ever. And their objection, they're uh, more neutral on going exactly. into the movie. Yeah. I yeah. think, it, I think too, though, like I got to And I don't think either. I know we're I'm getting off on a bit of a side rant, but I need to, I need to lay this out. I don't think either side is necessarily wrong, but I think that when you're a critic, you're going into a movie in a much different way than if you're an audience member. And I, mm-hmm. I and I think that has to do with like, you know, why there's a split sometimes either way, like up and down. Um, you know, certain people have certain expectations. And that's why a lot of like more creative horror movies have lower audience ratings because people just want, you know, the usual stuff um, most of the time. But like you know, there's no wrong way either way. I just think that's I just think that's why that's how it is. Yeah. So, you know, they take both with a grain of salt. Um, critics ratings for this movie, though, after I get off my soapbox here. Just one second. <sighs> there we go. Uh, Paul Burns of the Sydney Morning Herald says, More deadly than silent. Crikey. <laughs> well, uh, another Paul. Uh, Paul Arndt okay. uh, from BBC.com. Oh. He was... Uh, with nicely summed up here. Silent Hill, Nonsenseville more like. Ah! Paul. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, maybe there's a Mary here somewhere, Nathan, because I've got Peter, a Peter here, Peter Bradshaw okay. of The Guardian. Okay. Um, he says, maybe it's the kudos acquired by screenwriter Roger Avery and his association with Quentin Tarantino that has allowed him to write this unbelievably boring horror thriller. Yeah, that mm-hmm. I saw the name Roger Avery, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's the Tarantino collaborator." Okay, so <laughs> not all his friends are as talented as he is. Got it. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, uh, friend of the podcast. Uh, well, we assume friend of the podcast. Of he just gets a lot of play on us here. Ken Hinky, uh, from Mountain Express. Uh, he actually enjoyed it. Uh, it's refreshing to see a full blown straight-faced supernatural horror movie in the age of grubby torture flicks being mistaken uh, for the coin of the realm so i 
guess maybe I can give Ken a little bit of a uh, an appreciation on that because I, if I remember correctly at the time, a lot of things like Hostel and the Hills Have Eyes remake came out, um, and a lot of that was just gratuitous, you know, torture porn for the last lack of a better term. The only really bad bloodied stuff in this was that the barbed wire scene at the end. Yeah, I can see how Ken sees it as a palate cleanser. Mm-hmm. Um, having said that, I do, I, I will stand by the fact that I think the Hills Have Eyes remake is quite good. Oh, I enjoyed it immensely. Um, <laughs> whereas Hostel is fine, but the first half of that is basically a pornography. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, which I was like really confused. I was like, when's the movie starting? (laughs) Uh, Okay. So this one is going to hurt Nathan. This is from Sebastian Zavala Khan of mass gamers. So keep in mind, this is gamers, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. An atmospheric, disturbing and bloody movie. Very true to the video games. No, no, not at all. (sighs) Yeah. Well, uh, Jason uh, Zingel or uh, Zlingle from Bullseye.com. Oh, Colin writes, Farrell's website. Uh, okay. Yeah. It's his, it's his Daredevil fan I, fiction I, website. I, I see. I, uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's with a Z and everything? Mm-hmm. Cool. He doesn't want to get sued. Uh, obviously. Uh, there's absolutely nothing of merit here to, to discuss other than... It's loyal to the original source material. <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> I feel like this is going to become a theme. <laughs> the only thing that it is loyal to in regards to the source material is there's a parent looking for a missing kid who is a demon double. That's it. In a cursed town. Boom. Done. Well, and Nathan, I think my last. And the uh, cop. I, I think my last <laughs> critics review here really sums up. And what the nightmare just... realms. This, this this one really sums up what you've just said. Uh, from Felix Vasquez Jr., Cinema Crazed, he says, It's one of the best video game adaptations I've seen in years. Christ, I'm a biscuit. <laughs> oh, I don't think the audience are, are going to be any better, but no. let's, 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 let's go into it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, Johnny O gives it uh, four and a Johnny half stars. Johnny Onassis? Yeah. Uh, four and a half stars. He says, I grew up watching this movie. And it always gave me an eerie or off-putting feeling, and that's why I love this movie. It's really good at creating emotions and ambiance, almost even peaceful or calming, and the score is a big yes. Silent Hill is nostalgic to me. Mm-hmm. I do like that he says, uh, it, he almost describes it as if it's like a coming-of-age movie. <laughs> <laughs> this is like this is like my exactly when the hills are silent <laughs> and the land is dark and the ash is the only thing you see <laughs> your daughters from hell oh yeah your daughters from hell and she fought a lady named Christabel. So silent, silent hill is bad. Oh, oh silent hill is bad. Oh. Yeah, silent hill is so bad. It's terrible. Terrible. We nailed it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
A Gimli M. Gimli from uh, Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Holy Gimli, shit. Yeah, yeah, he. <laughs> right. A weird and underrated horror flick, and arguably the only good film that's based on a video game released ever. The end lost me to some extent, but creature design and atmosphere more than makes up for it. Listen, Gimli, I respect I respect the amount of orcs you've killed, but you're wrong. <laughs> By the way, Legolas won that fight, so just saying. Um, Richard E. gives it five stars. Uh, okay. Richard E. Grant. Um I thought it was a good movie. It wasn't over the top like most movies these days because people get too bored as if they are children. The pacing is good. The movie is very disturbing, but not gross. It's also a very sad story. (laughs) A lot of emotions. (laughs) He went through a range there, didn't he? Uh, Jamie K. I'm assuming it's Jamie Kennedy. uh, Writes, this movie terrifies me. I've tried to watch it several times, and I think I made it the whole way once. I appreciate dark and creepy movies, but for some reason, this one gets to me. Five stars. Ugh. Fucking awful. It's not Jamie even the Kennedy. S- yeah, it's not even scarier than a Jamie Kennedy movie. Right? I mean, have you seen Kicking It Old School? No, but I have seen Malibu's Most Wanted. Oof. 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 Both of those... Oh, well, I haven't seen the second one, but I'm sure it's terrible. Oh, I just and here's the thing: like, even if we do get start bagging on that, that either one of those movies, Jamie Kennedy's gonna think it mean, means we hate him and not just that the movie's bad, because mm. <laughs> that's the kind of person he is, apparently. Oh yeah, no, I can totally see that too. Yeah. Um, this is uh, from anonymous, so some coward posted this review. Um, <laughs> how does one dislike this film? It's a great film. Nearly all the special effects are practical. That's bullshit, by the way. I love this film, and my opinion will never change. It's so close to the Silent Hill franchise that it's one of the best video game adaptations. Don't listen Don't listen to the quote-unquote muddled plot and overlong runtime, because that's complete bullshit. If you're a fan of the Silent Hill video games, then this is for you. Don't listen no, Don't listen to the negative reviews as they clearly aren't fans of the game franchise. No offense. Four and a half stars. Nathan, are you uh are you I'm okay? good. Okay, good. Yep. Uh because John Ritter, uh God rest Whoa, his soul. Oh shit. From Beyond the Grave. Apparently wrote yeah, from Beyond the Grave and uh wrote uh such a shame genuinely atmospheric and creepy until with 15 minutes to go the director apparently realized he was out of money and went the cheapest and most cliched ending possible is there a fan out there who can edit this into a film that it should have been or sorry edit this into the film that it should have been and then is there a response from Topher G I'm on it. <laughs> just just so he could feel happy while filming Black Klansman. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, all right. I, I'm only gonna I think I'm only gonna get one more here. Um it's pretty simple and to the point. Is from uh Kierlin D and he says, uh it's a five star review. I wanna see this movie. Five stars. Five stars. <laughs> well, I got one last one, and it's from Rommel. The Magnificent Son of a Bitch, read his book, wrote, uh, extremely boring. The story made no sense and wasn't scary at all. Effects weren't good either. Half a star. Mm. 
I, I think the effects were sometimes okay, but yeah, I agree with the rest. <laughs> yeah. So there we go. So there you go. Silent Hill. Thanks, Luke. Yes. Thanks, Luke. Thanks. <laughs> Don't push Nathan anymore. That's all he's got in him. Um, <laughs> so I guess at this point, normally we say, oh, this is our hint for next week, but we're actually starting Listener's Choice Month next week mm-hmm. um, in the month of June. We've already picked our movies. So uh, we'll just say that next week coming up is um, uh, our small screen pick for the month. We were deciding to do that first. It's boobtacular. Oh, it's boob. It is boobtacular. Yeah. Um, it's called uh, Skyscraper. And no, it's not the one with The Rock. It's the 1996 film starring uh, Master Thespian Anna Nicole Smith. Yeah, I know a fun fun thing about this or an interesting tidbit. It's a tidbit that's interesting. It is, yeah. Uh, it's more of a personal one than anything that happened in regards to that movie. Uh, when I sat down to watch it uh, to get ready for it, um, my daughter was like, oh, you mean the one with the rock in it where they're trying to get the family out and it's kind of like Die Hard? I'm like, no, sweetheart, no. I hope, she, like left. I hope she left the room early <laughs> she, on in the movie. She immediately left. Okay, good. Although my youngest one stuck around just in time for the that, that opening scene, but we'll get into that and we'll my t- terrible parenting <laughs> we'll next talk, week. We'll talk about how I didn't vet this one uh, yeah. next week. Um, uh, well, she's 14. She'll be fine. <laughs> Well, thank you, Jason, in advance for the for our first movie uh, starting off the month of June. But uh, before we go any further, is Montrose there? He is. He's always around. You know that guy. Mm-hmm. Let's go a second. Hello. It's your friend Montrose Merkington III here. Uh, I hope everyone's doing quite well with uh, all the uh, the isolating that they are doing and, and uh, doing their best to wear masks. I, I have actually had some pictures taken of me uh, wearing some um, fashionable masks uh, here, um, and I, I'm more than glad to share them with you uh, much later. Uh, but first, I would like to talk to you about uh, Montrose Monkington TV, my YouTube channel, uh, where you can uh, see me getting up to all sorts of hijinks and whatnot, uh, mostly in regards to wrestling and the weird, weird direction that things are going uh, in that industry right now. Uh, you can also be friends with me on Facebook, uh, the Facebook group Montrose Monkington the Third Esquire and Friends. And of course, finally, uh, you can always tweet at me on your Twitter machines uh, at Montrose the Third. That's the number three uh, D. Thank you. More later. Thank you, Montrose, once again. It was my pleasure. Thank you. Oh, well, that's very nice of you. Mm-hmm. I know. Well, anyway, um, now that, uh, you know, we're coming to the end here, so I guess we'll just say uh, if you want to find us, you can find us on all the podcatchers. You know where to go. You're listening right now. Uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at WWTT Podcast. You can search for us on Facebook. Just search What Were They Thinking? We are there. I promise. Uh, you can find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash WWTT Podcast. We just had a uh, another uh, new patron today, so welcome, Sweet. Allison to the to the patreon verse um and she'll be of course giving us our uh, her her movie pick at some point for us to do down the line uh let's see yeah i think that's uh, i think that about wraps it up other than uh, some questions i might have for you all right well you know what man uh, having played the video game and now seen the movie twice i think i might be able to answer your questions so do do fire away, good friend. Okay, so I'm playing the game right now, Nathan. So I've got questions. Okay. Um, right. So I'm going into this room. 
Mm-hmm. And there is a monster. Okay, how many bullets do you have? Uh, I have none. Okay, can you sneak around the monster? Okay, so I'm going to walk right up to the monster. No, 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 Brendan, Brendan, don't, no, it's not and that I'm, kind of game. And I'm going to, uh, how do I dash? Because that's uh, got to be... You, get, can you back, get out of the room, get out of the room, go okay, back, Okay, I'm back. completely lost now. Should I just go ask him for directions, or... Not the monster, no. Uh, try to find try to find the cop again. Get back to the okay. diner. Oh, oh, I think that's the cop, right? Uh, I'll just go approach her. Your radio's going off. Your radio's going off. That's not the cop. It's yeah, a, it's a monster. No, it's not. Well, she has a police hat. It's fine. It does no. Can oh. you hear the radio? Oh. It's a monster. Oh. 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 Brendan, what were you thinking? Chime that flies from a church. 